Hello and welcome to our first ever joint radio show. My name is Dawn and my co-host is Barbara. Now our friendship was born from years of mutual coaching, mentoring and generally supporting each other's business endeavours. So as we're both expats living in rural France and we talk a lot on the net, it seemed like this was an exciting new opportunity for us to host this radio show where we could get to talk to each other without interruptions from our partners pets about our favorite subjects it was a no-brainer not least because we're all about making a difference so the opportunity to provide you the listener information add value and a great deal of encouragement to anybody seeking to make positive ex uh, changes is exactly why we're here for you today and we'll be here same time, same place on the fourth Saturday of every month, which means you'll not only benefit in many ways by becoming a regular listener, we'll also be bringing you the latest news, top tips, book reviews, special offers, etc. But there'll be the opportunity for you to participate too. So all will be revealed about that more at the end of the show. But first, let's talk about what exactly our new show is about and more importantly, what's in it for you. So, Barbara, how would you like to explain how we got the name of the show and the definition of holistic wholeness to our listeners? Thank you, Dawn. Welcome to this new show. Our vision for holistic wholeness is really to help everyone, our audience, understand how they can move from where they are today in their own lives to living a life of their innermost secret dreams and aspirations, but also taking into account every element of their life. You may have something you really want to achieve without having a negative impact on your, your partner, your parents, your children, and other people who are in your life. And that's one of the things that we're quite keen about, is to make sure that whatever life you're living, it's whole. And that's where the wholeness comes from. Starting today, our show, as we've planned it over the next 12 months, will take you through a range of holistic wholeness elements, from planning your future through your environment, your health, your fitness, your energy levels, your relationships, your personal, professional, and business growth, to creating your own wealth. Show one, wow. We've actually got there after all the conversations we've had about this, Dawn. So this know, show... It has, hasn't it? And you know, this show is all about your holistic wholeness future. So, who are we and uh, what are we about? Well, it might be worth just explaining that um, Barbara and I met some years ago when we were facilitators at a Noble Manhattan residential course. Um, we didn't know each other up until that point, and it was a good two years later, to be precise, um, the 7th or the 12th, I remember it well when I met Barbara again, as she was delivering Noble Manhattan's mentor, ta mentor training, uh, and I was attending her course. So uh, despite my best uh, plans to arrive um, safely on the 7th of December in um, uh, England, you might remember 2006, there was the terrible, terrible storms. I got a phone call to say my ferry had been cancelled. Um, so I quickly packed and set off in the car because I knew Con was closed and uh, I thought I'd go to Dieppe instead. Trouble is, by the time I got there, the weather being what it was, wet, wild and windy, um, the ferries were closed there too. So I then drove another two hours and finally got to Calais. So after some delay with tickets and etc., 
I finally boarded the overnight ferry. So um, the following morning, um, I had to set off to uh, Weymouth, where the course was. By the time I got there, I had a raging abscess, tooth abscess, and it was killing me, and I was in tears. And so I hadn't seen Barbara for a couple of years, and she just took it all in a stride, took me under her wing, took me straight to the hospital, got me sorted out, and then I uh, attended her course the next day. And from there, really, I think we've been firm friends, um, both personally and professionally. And I just think of Barbara as my go-to, or my sister, my big sister, as it were, because she helps with everything. Uh, and it's a mutual, successful relationship. So that's how uh, we got together, and we've often talked about joint ventures. And now we both live in rural France, and we're on the net all the time. This radio just seems like a, a given. Personally, in terms of who I am, you can go to um, our own uh, website to read my professional blog or the uh, Coach Radio International website. But in essence, having left the corporate world after 20 years as a management consultancy um, uh, director, I decided very spontaneously with Robert, my husband, to up sticks and move to France. And um, we basically relocated in a matter of seven or eight weeks and have never looked back, which leads me to quite a new definition of success because since living in France, my definition has changed and it's now one purely around quality of life, relationships, being fitter and healthier and happier than ever. Also, enjoying financial freedom, working for myself and being proactive um, in terms of self-sufficiency because living rurally, we've learned a whole range of new skills. And work is now much more fun, which to my mind is the successful definition of doing what you want to do. Last year I hit the big 5-0, uh, so having reviewed my bucket list, um, I set about becoming a published author of not one but several co-authored books, um, of which I've worked with Barbara, and also my own um, book, The 21 Day Water Fast, a bit of an unusual subject but a good read. Uh, I wanted to get fit, so I ran a couple of marathons, um, Paris and London, and uh, I will never, ever do a third. I've told Barbara and everybody else, if I ever mention a third, to lock me up. And we will. Uh, and we will. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> and I got back in touch with my creative side, because I know to live a holistic um, life, there's lots of elements of our personality and psyche that need to be developed. So it can't all be about work, work, work. So I'm now taking art classes, which is very therapeutic. Um, and being an expat, I've finally committed to making time for learning French. But please don't test me, Barbara, uh, because although I keep going back to the drawing board, um, I'm not there yet. So that brings me up to 2015, which is obviously going to be an exciting year. Uh, not least because we're starting with this new radio show together, but I've also created uh, several unique joint venture opportunities, which is going to make fun important. I think that's especially important because as solo entrepreneurs, especially as expats, we can feel a little bit isolated. So apart from enjoying welcoming guests to our home here for tailored health retreats, which I've always done, my next big ambition is to take clients walking, and I know we've talked about this as well, Barbara. Eventually, I want to do something big like the 1000 Santiago pilgrimage, but I'm starting small, so in March, I'm taking a small group of clients to walk along the iconic South Downs Way, and maybe Hadrian's Wall in June. So that's me, 
Um, and um, now tell me some of the interesting things about you, Barbara. Thank you, Dawn, and great to hear that you're going to be walking across Hadrian's Wall. Gee, I might even join you. Good. Welcome to our first ever radio show. As Dawn has explained, we've been talking about joint ventures for many years, and we are delighted to know that this is our first one together, and I'm sure it won't be our last. But a little bit more about me. I'm actually a spiritual coach. I'm a mentor, a trainer, and an author. I was born in Central Africa. I was actually born in a country known as Southern Rhodesia, now known as Zimbabwe. And I moved to Malawi, where I grew up, when I was four. So realistically, my early memories are all about Central Africa, Malawi, and, and the countries around it. But I moved to Europe in my early mid-20s, where my professional life took me through a number of careers, financial, information technology, mentoring IT professionals, mentoring business owners and senior management in both IT skills and their own professional development, training in IT financial applications and also in Microsoft applications, training in professional development, in other words, coaching and mentoring skills, and also coaching and mentoring across a, a range of niches. In a way, a little like Dawn and Robert did, my decision to move to Europe was done on the spur of a moment. I can remember sitting with a friend in Malawi in one of our um, clubs. We didn't have pubs, we had clubs. And a friend suggested that we do the backpack thing across Europe, and we started in the UK. So I'd only ever been to Europe once before when my father brought us back here and introduced us to parts of Europe in the UK. For me, this was the start of a whole new adventure. Although our plans didn't work out as we thought, I did move to the UK. And I had a number of goals because I had this huge adventure ahead of me. And I met my first major goal, to work in the city of London in my mid-twenties. That made me look at my career and really work out what I wanted to do because I didn't have any plans or goals after that. And I moved careers without really thinking about it. And my subsequent career, which was in the IT world, took me traveling. And I spent many years living in hotels and apartments across the UK, various countries in Europe, the USA, and Canada. In 2008, my ex-husband and I bought a house on the spectacular island of Madeira. But as with all best-laid plans, my marriage did not survive the move. And I found myself moving off the island in 2011. Soon after that, I settled in central, very, very rural France, with sheep and cattle for neighbours. I now live on a property of over seven acres. It's a small holding with my partner and our two cats in an old mill that we are currently renovating. So Dawn, I'd like to ask you to share with me what experience do you have in planning your own holistic future? Hmm. Well, um, that's an interesting question, and one I think we all think about, particularly at this uh, time of the year, new year, new you, you know, that sort of old hat strapped line. Um, but I think I, I would just uh, approach it one step at a time. I mean, what, what would you do? Well, you know, it was really interesting because a few years ago, I had a realization that I grew up living a holistic life in Malawi. 
And yeah. after many years of traveling in the corporate world, I really wanted to return to living that more holistic, well-rounded, well-balanced life. Mm-hmm. I can remember sitting on a beautiful but very well-hidden beach in Madeira. When you live somewhere like that, you find these hidden treasures. When the realization came to me that I knew I actually knew how to live the holistic, organized, organic, well-balanced life. After all, mm-hmm. I grew up that way. Mm-hmm. So how do you go about changing that from the corporate rushing around the world life to the one I really wanted to live? Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Keep listening, and I'm sure we'll share some of our hints and tips on how to do it. Yeah. And to be honest, you've often said when you've come on some of my workshops or juice tea toxes that this has taken you back to your early days in Malawi. It is all yeah. back to nature, isn't it? Absolutely. And I'm sure if we all think about that, you know, when we do go back and we think about how we used to live, there are some really great hints and tips that we can take about how to bring it into life today. Mm-hmm. Do you know another experience I had, which was another interesting one, which was when a client came to me for support and they wanted to do what I'd done is move away from corporate life and move into their own, running their own business, their own holistic lifestyle. And I've worked with this client for many years. And we started by exploring the reasons they wanted to do it. And actually, that was enlightening because although they thought they knew what they wanted to do, they didn't Mm. know why. Mm. So we we explored reasons. Then by knowing that, by knowing internally within their well-being, within themselves, they wanted to do this and understanding what their reasons were, they were then able to understand what they wanted from life, who they wanted Mm -hmm. to be with, where they wanted to be, what they wanted to be doing, you know, all those wonderful questions as coaches we ask. Mm. We were then able to define their goals, not New Year's resolutions, we all do, their goals. And they've begun to achieve them one step, as you said, Dawn, just one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Dawn, you talked about success earlier, and for me, it's work, success is working with clients who re, and realizing that people like Winston Chur, Churchill define success extremely well. You know, he said, it's all about going from failure to failure without losing your enthusiasm. Or the author, Maya Angelou, who said, success is about liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. And you know, mm. when you work with clients who make that change, you really understand what success is about. Yeah, and I think that makes me think of one of my favorite books, Do the Work You Were Born to Do, because for me, work is all about fun and making a difference. Um, And that is part of my definition of success, that it doesn't feel like going to work. It doesn't feel like a chore. Um, and a lot of our clients come to us for exactly that sort of lifestyle, don't they? Um, it's not just about improving their work environment or their home environment. It's the whole deal because every single thing we do impacts on something else. And, you know, I can remember standing in a workshop years ago, Dawn, saying to a attendee of the workshop, a client of mine, when she said, but by focusing on my myself, aren't I being selfish? And my mm. question to her was, if you don't focus on yourself, who will? Well, yeah, I mean, think about air, airplane advice. You know, what does the air hostess do? They always say, put your own mask on first in order for you then to be able to assist somebody else. Absolutely. Self-care isn't selfish. It's not. 
it's not. And this is what we're going to talk about a little bit more, isn't it? Exactly. Yes, yes. And do now, you know... Sorry. Yeah. No, no, go on. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you know, I think we learned a lot about this when we did that first co-authoring book, um, Breaking Free from Self-Sabotage. Exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. I just picked the book up. <laughs> I'm looking at its lovely cover right now. And that was a book that was co-authored by you and I, as well as a number of other contributing authors from Jamaica, Canada, France, Italy, Mexico, Brazil, China, India, the UK and the USA. So it's mm -hmm. a great book because it comes from all sorts of different languages and different cultures. But mm -hmm. actually underneath it all, we, we all do this self-sabotage thing. Yeah, that's right. And that's the root of um, most people. Well, I'll just share with some statistics with you, actually. I noticed uh, the Daily Mail said um, a number of uh, British people nearing the end of their lives were asked what was their biggest regret. And the number one was that they wished they had spent less time worrying. And one of the things that we do by way of self-sabotage is procrastinate and worry about things that haven't happened or might happen. Um, so every year, millions of us make resolutions. But interestingly, there's a lot of scientific um, research out there that says uh, this is a given. It's around about 80% of us fail to achieve them before the end of January. Why? Because most goals are unrealistic. Um, ultimately, that we're setting ourselves up for failure year on year in, and we're regurgitating these. So I think it's all about forgetting New Year's resolutions and creating solutions instead. Something that's you know realistic, measurable. We know all about this as coaches, and that's what we help our clients do: get things specific and break down those big goals into lots of mini goals. Because of course, it takes 21 days to change a habit anyway, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And and that's when you know what your habit is and how you want to change it. So that's yeah. when you define that goal to know that this is what you want to do. I and mean, you know the key to success, Barbara, is accountability. Absolutely. Isn't that why we're coaches? Exactly. And mentors, perhaps more importantly, because it's not only about working with clients to establish their values and what they want rather than what they don't want, which is a negative focus, but it's the accountability because there's an interesting um, set of statistics I'll just share with our, our listeners. 10% of people with an idea achieve success. However, that rises to 25% when people have an idea, create a plan, and that's where a coach really helps somebody yeah. develop their idea. But that increases even further to a whopping 65% if people have an idea, create a plan, and then tell somebody, i.e., again, that's a good role for the coach. But ultimately, that increases to 95% if people have an idea, create a plan, tell their mentor, but report the results back to their mentor. So it's a very important part of our mentoring and coaching job with our clients to help them break free of this self-sabotage by building in accountability. And that's the difference, isn't it, between New Year's resolutions, which are just promises and vows and dreams, versus New Year's solutions that are actually going to give them the life they want. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing that's really nice, and I know this from my own experience of working with my own coach and mentor, is that the person that you select to work with and this person you select to tell, one of the biggest things yeah. that you need to remember to do is work with somebody or tell somebody who's not going to judge you. 
He's not going to yeah. guide you. He's not going to instruct you. But he's going to motivate and support you to do what you want to do. Yeah. Because we're, of, we're often in a position where, you know, you go and you say to your best friend, I'd love to do this with my life. And they go, oh, wow, really? Why? Yeah. Yeah. What's it? And as coaches, we don't ever ask the why question, do we? No, we never do. Because at the end of the day, the why makes you feel as though you have to, you know, explain your reasoning yeah. to somebody else. And, and, you know, my question is, why do you have to explain your reasoning? Yeah. At the end of the day, you if you to want to yourself to us. No, no. If you want to really make that change to your life, surely making that change is all important to you. Mm. And the, the whole idea of telling somebody else and, and you know the statistics show that when you do tell somebody else that actually the achievements of of achieving that increase dramatically is really selecting the right person to tell. But there within that comes a, a balance because obviously if the things you want to change in your life impact somebody else, you actually do need to share that with them as well. And it's knowing when the right time is to share it with them. It's not mm. keeping that as a secret. Yeah. Um, like a story I read when I first started coaching in the early noughties, as they're known, and I can remember reading a story that a journalist wrote about uh, overhearing her husband with his coach. Mm -hmm. um, hearing this conversation, it was actually quite an incredible situation she was in. She was a journalist, married to a, a successful businessman in the city of London uh, with, a, with a tiny toddler who okay. just started going to nursery. And she overheard her husband saying, well, when we move to the country, and she knew nothing about it. And, of course, you know, she then eavesdropped a little more, as you can imagine. Well, wouldn't you? If you suddenly yeah. knew you were moving to the country and you didn't know about it. Yeah. And the coach had worked with this, his client, her husband, so much so by telling him not to tell anybody until he'd actually put that plan in place. Oh, wow. So there's that balance of how much do you investigate and know versus... Yeah. How much do you share with somebody who may have a challenge with what you'd like to do? Yeah. Um, and, but it will impact your life. So, of course, that's one of the things that you and I do, Dawn, don't we, that we work with people to meet that balance. Share it yeah. with us. We will support you in, obviously, every way you want support to get to that goal. But we'll also help you understand how you can tell those people your goal is going to impact. Mm. And conversely, I mean, I've also had the, the situation from the other perspective where people have uh, shared their goal in perhaps too much detail. Let's take uh, the number one top New Year's resolution across the world. Number one, doesn't matter whether you're in America or the UK, it's lose weight. So if we take that example, I've had clients that want to lose weight, have told their friends, I'm going on a diet, I'm going on a diet. But as we know, it's you know not the real motivation, it's when they... I ha actually have a reason for losing weight that they then go to a coach. So as coaches, we know all our clients are highly motivated, but we also know that motivation is driven by pain. So uh, they're no longer just talking about it. They're willing to take action. They're putting money where their mouth is. They've got a coach. However, they also need to realize that their friends and family, if they share too much, 
can negatively influence them because let's just take the example of one of my clients who was fat and very unhappy. She came from a fat family. So while she was talking very excitedly about the pounds that she was losing, how this was going to change her life, she could find uh, uh, love and happiness, wear beautiful new clothes, her fat friends and family didn't like it, so we're trying to sabotage her. So yes, you're right, the balance is crucial. Mm. And I think sometimes we need to open our clients' eyes to the fact that if they change something like their body image, their habits, if they stop smoking, they're going to associate less with smokers. If they stop drinking, they're going to associate less with drinkers. If they stop eating the, you know, certain foods, they are going to possibly need to change not just their environment and their attitudes, but also some of their friends are going to drop by the wayside. So balance is key. And you're right, Dawn. And I mean, the other thing that's also key to, to all of this is actually your own relationship with what you want to do. Yeah, that's I the mean, most important relationship you'll ever have. Absolutely, your own relationship with you. And I mean, we talk about self-talk and we talk about how we talk to each other and we don't often recognize it. But you know... One of the things that we have to do when we get when we start looking at our own futures, which is obviously what we're focusing on today, mm. is how do we do it and how much do we share it with other people? Because one of the things that's, that's really scary is we're all in relationships. Now, whether it's a relationship with our parents or our children or our partners or our husbands or our significant others as, as they're known in the world today, mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter who you're in a relationship with. There are things that you want to do. And what happens if that person that you really have that special relationship with doesn't want to do it? How do you talk to yourself about making that change? Do you always look at it in a way that, um, from their perspective, I don't really want you to change because I like you as you are, to, well, I want to make this change? I mean, how do you have a positive relationship with your own future without impacting other people? That's an interesting question. What, what kind of springs to mind is that old quote, um, and I can't remember who said it, but it's around, you know, if you want to be loved and accepted by others, family or somebody in particular, you have to love and accept yourself. So starting with yourself is absolutely crucial in everything that we do. And, you know, it was, it was you're right, Dawn, and it was an interesting one because when I was sitting on this lovely island of Madeira, um, <laughs> you miss the sun at this time. Well, I'm lucky. I'm in the sun today, albeit it's minus yeah. whatever. Um, mm. But uh, sorry, you've got the storm, Dawn. But you know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have. I these... think four hours would make such a difference in the temperature, but it does. It does. It does. It's incredible, isn't it? Um, but I diversify from what I was always going to share with you, actually. Um, I can remember sitting on the, the island of Madeira having had not such a positive experience with my ex-husband and having a realization that, you know, I was being the person he wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not saying that I was being wrong, but I wasn't being me. And I was being somebody else. And then I looked at, you know, some of my business life and some of the business things that I was doing with my life and the realization that I was being somebody people wanted me to be. Right. And, you know, one of the realizations I had, and it was huge, was I needed to be me. But with yeah. that, 
I knew I was impacting other people's lives. And it was it was interesting because obviously I was impact, going to impact my ex-husband's life. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting how many friends' lives I impacted. And these people I thought were close oh, yeah. friends of mine. Oh, and, yeah. you know, how many judged me for making that own deci- my own decision? Mm-hmm. Because I'd always yeah. been what they wanted me to be. Of course. And it's, it's interesting because you suddenly realize what change you want to make in your own life and the impact is going to have. And are we always strong enough to, to do that? And I, I can tell you, Dawn, without you and two other of my closest friends and also my coach in my life, I probably wouldn't have made the change. Yeah. And I'd probably still be living that life that somebody else wanted me to live, yeah. not the one and I And that's why there are so many people in therapy, Barbara. Absolutely. Because we're all trying to be the perfect daughter, wife, mother, son, husband, etc. And it's very stressful and wearing. And it's just such a shame that, you know, all this wisdom and courage to be who we are doesn't come often until much later in life. For me, you know, moving to France had many, many benefits, but not least working for myself. I just felt I could relax and be myself. I didn't need to be this corporate image, be this super mum, this super employee, etc. And, you know, over the decade, you know what they say about uh, growing old disgracefully. Um, <laughs> it kind of is a new courage to yep. get rid of all those um, uniforms and armor that we wear to protect ourselves, which actually is a little bit of a nonsense. So if only we could help people, I I, I think it's just a pity more and more schools don't embrace coaching because they would have, the the kids would have such a a more confident outlook on life rather than spending years and, and, and masses of money on therapy before they got to coaching, which is so quick and powerful. But thinking of that, again, the topic of the show and the time of the year, I know you wanted to talk uh, our listeners through the Wheel of Life because we've had questions in from um, people saying, well, how do I make that change? Um, and you've got a very good tool that will help us do that. You're right, Dawn, and thank you for that because, you know, it's often a bit of a challenge. We all have these innermost hidden dreams mm-hmm. and often they're things, you know, it's interesting. If you look at some of the, the, the stats and the research that I've done, it's often something we wanted to do when we were, we were a child, we were a kid. You know, this, yeah. is, this is one, you know, when, when your parent or a friend said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And often you had that instant answer. And, yeah. you know, my youngest niece is a great inspiration to me. I mean, bless her, she's, she's turning 21 this year. Mm-hmm. And I can remember at the age of two, we were sitting, they just moved to Australia, and we were sitting in um, Darling Harbour. And I said to her, Nick, what do you want to do when you grow up? And she said, hairdressing. And, you know, to this day, she's doing it. And she's held that dream and she's held it steadfast. It doesn't matter what a friend has said. It doesn't matter what her parents said. It doesn't matter what grandparents said or or aunts and uncles said. She held that dream steadfast. But Mm. I also remember an advert that was on the UK many years ago. And it was designed around little bubbles, you know, somebody in a car driving through the traffic of London to that corporate position, Dawn, that you and I have both held. Mm. Um, 
and thinking about, you know, I really wanted to be working in a charity world with gorillas. Yeah. And the next part of the advert is you see that person with the gorillas in wherever they were. I can't remember the whole details of the advert. But, you know, often, uh, and I'm not disappearing from the question you asked me <laughs> before you think I am, because um, we do diverse and we do go off we on do. tracks, you, you and I. Yeah, so we, we always have these marathon sessions. <laughs> Absolutely. Our dogs or, or cats normally interrupt. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, it's, it's a, it, it is a great sort of reminder that we have these dreams as a, as a child, as a young person, maybe even as a teenager, maybe even our early 20s when we're at college or university. I'd love to be. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's fantastic to have that. But to get to where we want to be, we have to know where we are today. And in coaching, we have this wonderful tool, and it should be used in any therapy, whatever the therapy is, to really understand where you are today in your life. And you know what? The good news is I've actually put these notes onto our website, which to remind you is holisticwholeness.com. So please. Well, you're the techie one, so I always leave everything to you, so I'm glad you've done that. Thank you. <laughs> So please, you know, go, don't have you don't have to think about oh she's about to talk so quickly I'm not going to be able to keep up with the notes. No, I'm a trainer, so the notes are there. But yeah. can I just say, Barbara, I'm glad mine didn't come true because my mother tells me for years, as long as she can remember, I wanted to be a nun. <laughs> no, don't, I don't know where she got that. that. Yeah, she, she always says, whenever anybody asks me, I wanted to go to Africa and be an, a, a nun-stroke missionary and work in an orphanage. Now, I've, I've always had that sort of voluntary vocation by always doing voluntary work, but I'm glad it exactly. wasn't quite the way I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, that was an interesting, interesting vision that I've just got, Dawn. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and I will discuss that with your husband, Robert, at some point. <laughs> But you know, we have that and, and as coaches, one of the things that we do is we really help those dreams come true and obviously, you know, wanting to be the nun and helping people in Africa, you do that today, Dawn, but you just do it slightly differently. And that's what's yeah. great about coaching because or even mentoring to be to be absolutely honest, because it's identifying what part of that dream you want to achieve in your life. But for you to get there, we have to know where you started. What is it today you've got in your life? So to pick up the question that you actually asked me, let's go through the Wheel of Life. Because you know the Wheel of Life is used as a representation, a helicopter view of where life is today for you. And we look at all the segments in your life. So, you know, your relationship with your family, your partner, your significant other, the money situation you're in, the environment you live in or you work in, all the segments are represented in this wheel. And the reason it's called a wheel is we represent these segments by the spokes of the wheel. Now, as you move through each phase of your life, childhood, teenage years, college, university, into your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, wherever you are today, you will have different segments in your wheel. And also, each segment may develop. So, you, you know, your first girlfriend or boyfriend will turn into the first serious relationship, and that obviously moves. So, you know, you'll have more options, and you'll change um, each of these segments. 
And you'll take decisions consciously or unconsciously, and the segments will become more defined. Mm. For example... So it's at, a, at a glance type. Absolutely. Type it's completely yeah. at a glance. Now, if you take the holistic wheel of life that we've defined as a part of our logo, you know, mm -hmm. this includes defining your future, your health, your environment, personal and professional environment, your wealth, and we don't only talk about wealth in referring to money and finances. It's the whole wealth area. Yeah. The one we've talked about a lot, your decluttering. You know, it's not only physically decluttering, which, Dawn, I know you do extremely well, and mm -hmm. I don't do nearly as well, but it's also mentally decluttering. We talk about growth, and we will do all of this in future shows. We talk about personal and professional growth. We talk about you. We talk about your energy, physical and mental, your relationships, you know what, all of them, with your significant other, your parents, your children, your grandparents, your business, your colleagues, your, you know, your acquaintances, your friends, all your relationships, your time and how you spend it, your spirituality. And you know, whatever that word means, it means it to you. It's not a definition we bring in. Your fitness, physical and mental. So all of these we've encompassed in a wheel of life. Other wheel of lives may include personal and professional development, business plans, hobbies, interests, fun, excitement, travel, holidays. And you know what? The list goes on. But your wheel of life is yours. And really, that's one of the things that whoever's so you doing need it, your own topics. Absolutely. And people need yeah. to remember that. Because as much as we can give them a wheel of life, and on the website we have a definition of a wheel of life, and our logo we have a definition of a wheel of life. One of the big things in this exercise is for you to define your own. Hmm. But before anybody starts this exercise, it's important that they do it when they have no interruptions. You know, those right. dogs that you have, those cats that I have, those partners, those husbands, those children, those mobile phones that never stop. Switch them all off. Walk away from them all and do this when there are no interruptions. Mm -hmm. Take your life as it is today. And it's important that you write down all the areas of importance in your life. Now, there's no right and there's no wrong when you define your own segments of your life. Whatever you decide the segments are, these are the, these are the segments you want to de design as part of your whole life. Remember, holistic wholeness, we're taking the yeah. whole life into account. Mm, sure. Now, you can group things together. So, for example, health can incorporate, incorporate physical fitness, optimum health, what you're eating, you know, what you're doing for that. It, it, it encompasses everything, how you're feeling, you know, whether you've got a bit of a cold so or whatever. health, sleep, energy, etc. And you know more about that side of our lives than I do, Thorne. Um, but yes, it's everything. So when you're looking at these segments, don't have them all as individual segments. You want to sort of group them together. Unless, of course, you wanted to do a wheel of health or a wheel of finance, and then you break it down that way. You could do it that way, absolutely. couldn't you, Barbara? Oh, you could, absolutely. But in, in what we're looking at today is we're going to do the whole wheel of life, and then we can break it down into those individual segments, okay? Mm -hmm. And will we be doing that at each show as we cover each segment? Well, I think we might. Um, yeah, I think that might be a good one. We we could do that. That's a good idea of yours, Dawn. Hey, we always come yeah. up with these great ideas, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the first show of a you know a brand new year, so why not do it like this? 
Absolutely, absolutely. So we could we could look at we could define and we could put on the website wheels for each element of our holistic wholeness wheel of life. Yeah, I no think so. And have you done have you uploaded some examples as well so people can see how it looks? Yes. You know, typically, yeah, good. I have. I've taken a generic wheel of life that I use in my training yeah. um, okay. and used that and. and the reason I say go to the website is you can actually see the Wheel of Life progressing from how you start it to, to how it looks at the end. Mm -hmm. So to can do I just this, interrupt? Sorry. You, you um, may. You always do. I, just, 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 I know. Um, I just thought when I do this in training, say it's January and they do yeah. the Wheel of Life and they plot it, I would get my clients to plot it in a red pen. And then maybe three months later when they revisit it, redo it in a blue pen and so on yeah. so it becomes their at a glance tool on that subject as absolutely. they're improving yeah okay absolutely I mean what's on the website today is literally just plotting it starting yeah. today and then obviously mm -hmm. we've talked about you know some more tools and tips and we need to talk about once you've got that and we, we you know I haven't put that on the site because we said we'd talk about it in the next show so yeah. come back and listen to the next show is what we're really saying here, mm -hmm. um, is yeah. how to take that information and move it forward. So we will go through it step by step over a period of time. Um, but the first thing you've got to do is draw yourself a circle. Mm -hmm. Now draw a circle that's got 10 rings in it because you want to start with zero and end with 10. So it's got to have 10 rings in the circle. That becomes your wheel of life. In that circle, I want you to draw segments. Now, you need to divide that circle into however many segments you want, 6, 8, 10, 12. Yes, I've had wheels of life that have odd numbers in it, so 11 or 13 or something like that. Mm -hmm. You need to divide that wheel into a specific number of segments. Now, the holistic wholeness ring that you, you see on the website has 12 segments, but your wheel will have as many or as few as you want it to have. Yeah. Okay. Now, once you've drawn your, your ten rings and once you've drawn your segments in there, okay, you need to clear your mind of any current thoughts. Don't think about work. Don't think about your partner. Don't think about children, friends, customers, what that email message was this morning or the text message or even what Facebook had to say. Switch off the mobiles. Take everything away. It's really important that you don't have any interruptions while you do this exercise. I want you to take a few minutes and draw into your wheel your levels. So, for example, if you're going to take health, okay, and you take the whole of your health, if you take the center of your wheel as being zero and the outer ring as being ten, where do you think health is today in your life? Now, Dawn, you know that I will, if I was going to rate that, I'd rate it at about six because I'm in the process of losing weight. And, yes, I did very well last year, and in summer this year, I will do very well again because I have my plans in place. But I would rate it at about six because I know that's not really where I want it to be in my wheel. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I would rate it. And I it would there. rate it very highly for me. Uh, Absolutely. Probably an eight or a nine because sleep is always my weak link and I'm sort of <laughs> on off on off with the old running and fitness thing but for me that would be really high and others I'd be low where you'd be high so yeah we're all different absolutely and that's important to, to really know where it is in your life today and you have to be honest with yourself and yeah. when you start to look that's at key, this actually isn't it honesty 
absolutely. If you can't be honest with yourself, you're not going to get you to your goals. So you've got to be honest to yourself. The other thing is, remember, this is for you. You don't have yeah. to share this with anybody. You know, one of the things that we could talk about maybe in the next uh, show, Dawn, is, is how I journal and how I use my journal and how confidential oh, that yeah, journal is definitely. to me. Yeah. So maybe we could put that exercise up and, and, and I can put my hints and tips up there in the next show on how we do that. But it's really important that when you're starting to look at these rankings, that you don't analyze what that six means. You know, if you think, mm -hmm. oh, my health is about a six, you need to just write that six down. You need to just mm -hmm. mark that six. Um, mm -hmm. As Dawn said, mark it in red. And you'll see my examples, mark it in red. Because that really clearly shows you where you are on your wheel of life with that today. So now that you've started to rank it, okay, and you've got all these little lines across the segments, one of the things that you've got to do once you've got all your segments analyzed, and, uh, not analyzed, but, but um, uh, assessed and ranked, now I'm going to ask you to join them together with a red line. Why do we call this a wheel? Because really, if you take the wheel of a car, or a wheel of a motorbike or whatever, a wheel is round and it runs very smoothly. And when you start to look at your wheel of life, the first time you do it and you look at that, that edge of red and it's not round, it's got, mm -hmm. if you look at the one that we've got on the website, you'll actually see points out here and a little bit of balance over there and another point out here. And you know what? I'd hate the tire of my car to feel like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It would be really uncomfortable, and actually, you know, it might even be really dangerous to drive the car with a wheel like that. Yeah. Um, and yet we're rolling along with our life like that. Absolutely. So why do we feel out of balance? Why do we feel as though things aren't right? Well, this is clearly showing you where your life is today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talking about that, balance doesn't mean that each element of your life has to be set to 10. We need to be clear on that. I mean, you yeah. talked about, you know, ranking your health as eight, and yet you're probably one of the most healthy people I know. But why would you rank it as eight? Because if life was always at ten, mm -hmm. you know, I'd have to question what's not happening. Yeah. Realistically, a balanced life is going to be ranked at about eight or nine because there are going to be things we want to change and things we want to do. But really... Yeah. Using the wheel of life and balancing your life is really all about having them as more realistically the same level of importance, the same ranking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on that, I did have a client say to me, Barbara, if my life is balanced at about two, is that okay? Well, you know what? You're running a balanced life, but you're also telling yourself that the things, they're things you want to change. And yeah. actually, you want to change everything in every segment. So the, the ranking is all about what you want to change and how much you want to change that area of your life. Mm -hmm. But the wheel very rarely shows as balanced until you actually start to focus on those areas. Mm. I mean, for those clients who choose to share their wheel of life with us, and it is a personal document, so they don't have to, Absolutely. but if somebody was happy with twos and threes and fours, that would flag up a whole new set of issues to us as coaches and mentors, wouldn't it, about their self-esteem and worth, that they weren't prepared to you know, think they were worth more than that, 
Uh, and there would be loads of other things that we could do to help them just move a little bit forward. But you're absolutely right. Not everybody wants to be a 10. Not everyone wants to climb Everest. Not everybody wants to be a director of a company. We need a lot of Indians in life. Not everybody can be a chief. So, um, but you know, it has to be a reasonable number to know that you're you're healthy and you're you're living a good life. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, as we're coming towards the end of this show. Um, and I've got a question for you before we start to wrap up, just um, about your chapter, just two or three words about what your chapter in Breaking Free was about, Barbara, on overcoming self-sabotage, because this is such a crucial, crucial subject in January when people are setting New Year resolutions. Now, as you've got the book in front of you, Dawn, what was the chapter heading? Yeah. Yeah, okay, let me just go to it. I know mine was about overcoming eating disorders. So that kind of links in with the number one issue that most people have around um, losing weight. Yours was unconscious awareness, so it was coming from a, a, a spiritual point of view, I guess. It, it was, you know, and it comes back to something I said earlier. And the reason I asked you to, to, to remind me about the, the actual chapter heading, because those two words are really important to me as a spiritual coach. Because a lot of the decisions we take and a lot of things we do, we do unconsciously. Yeah. And, you know, the wheel of life, I said, really, you've got to rank it at the first number that comes to you. You know, zero to ten, where does my health stand in my life today? Well, it's about a six. That's an unconscious aware, a piece of unconscious aware knowledge that you've got, but you're not consciously aware of it. And that's what my chapter is about, is, is stopping the sabotage um, consciously, because we can sabotage ourselves unconsciously without being aware of it. Hmm. Okay. And do you provide tips and things in the book? I mean, obviously, it's a taster for some of your other books, but um, how much help will they get for, you know, um, addressing these issues? I think in everything you and I have both written, Dawn, and I think it's true for both of us, not just for me, is we do give hints and tips. But, you know, really, um, if you want to know more about anything we talk about, please contact, contact us through the website because we can only give so much in a, in a written chapter. I mean, I think we were told something like 10 pages or 20 pages or something. You know, there's only so much you can say. And also, yeah. we're restricted to an hour for this show. In fact, we were told 55 minutes, I think it was. Um, right. And, you know, we're talking about your future. And, I mean, Dawn, you and I can rabbit on for hours. About yeah, so the books and the, the shows are just tasters, really, aren't they? Absolutely, and I think, seriously, we do have this website we've pulled together called holisticwholeness.com. Go find it, and, you know, ask us your questions. Tell mm -hmm. us what, what more you want us to know, because, you know, we're here to, in some ways, help you move forward. Yeah, so, and so that leads us on to our competition. So the multi-million dollar question of the day is, what is the one habit that you are self-sabotaging yourself with, that you want to change as a result of it being a new year, a new start. And the first person who wants to buy the book and submits their question, we'll actually post it to you completely free of charge, so that's saving you $19 plus postage. Absolutely. So that's something to uh, encourage you, and we'll do that regularly throughout our shows. And if you want to buy the book and you aren't the first person, please don't forget to contact us because we do have a stock of these books and we can actually post them out to you and we do sell them at a discounted price. Yeah, and we'll get it to you ASAP. 
Absolutely. And, you know, even if there's other things you want to know about more than just the self-sabotage or how to define your future or how to start defining your future, please contact us because both Dawn and I are here. And really, we've pulled this, this show together to help you define your holistic wholeness future. You know, a future that you know, um, if you think back to some of the quotes we've quoted, that will be the life you want to live. It will be your success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take courage. You're not alone. We're here to support you. And uh, we'll, we'll do that each monthly show. So what's next month's show's focus, Barbara? Next month's show focus, Dawn, is all about relationships in your life. And it's really interesting. Perfect. Because, you know, although we come out on the fourth Saturday of every month, remember, February is all about Valentine. It's all about relationships. And Valentine focuses on that special person in your life. But, you know, it should be a bigger topic because everybody in your life should be special to you and maybe just at a different level of special. So we will be talking about relationships with your partner, with your significant other, with your husband, your wife, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever they are, with your parents, your, your siblings, your brothers and your sisters, your children, your grandparents, your professional and business relationships, and how sometimes these, Sorry, go on. I was going to say, and so how sometimes these relationships cross boundaries. Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, interrupting you to say, but more importantly, the relationship you have with yourself because, you know, we can't expect others to love, accept and respect us if we don't. So the way that we speak to ourselves and quite often what's going on in our head with that negative gremlin or the self-critique, whatever we call it, we would never speak to other people the way we speak to ourselves. So if we don't... um, create the right image and uh, persona and environment, we're going to let people treat us uh, in, in a negative way. So train people to treat you the way you want to be treated. So it all starts with you and we'll help you in the next topic, um, in the next session uh, to discuss it in more detail. So that's what you can send your questions to us in advance. Yeah, we want to know more about your relationship dilemmas. And you know what? Yeah. We're going to offer you words of wisdom mm-hmm. in our next show. The other thing is, Dawn, don't, let, don't let's forget, we're actually inviting our listeners to apply to be on one of our future shows, to come yeah, exactly. in and to participate in this conversation and to actually ask their questions to us directly and listen to what we have to say back. So if you want to actually be on one of our shows, don't forget to go to the website, holisticholness.com, and apply. And or you're an author in waiting and you want to co-author um, a book with us. Absolutely. Dawn is a fantastic editor and has a number of um, co-authors lined up in her Dala Guru series, of which I'm going to be one in the future. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yeah. But you know what? Um, there's loads more excitement to come. Please come and participate in our shows. We do want our listeners to, to join us and to come on to our shows. We're going to have some well-known um, coaches, mentors, and authors on our future shows as well. And we want your questions. So specifically for the next show, what are your relationship dilemmas on any version of relationship with yourself or with other people? And if you have questions on any other topic relating to your future and how you define it, again, don't forget to share that with us. Yeah. Okay, so thank you for investing in yourself by listening to this show and uh, make it a regular investment on the fourth Saturday of every month 
at 7 o'clock UK time, GMT, is that right? Uh, it's GMT now or BST, but it's UK time. Yeah, um, UK time. So we look forward to seeing you on Saturday the 28th specifically at 7 a.m. UK time. And obviously the way Coach Radio International is set up, if you can't make it for the show, don't forget to log in and listen to the uh, recording at a late stage. Yeah, listen at your leisure. Absolutely. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>